now tuned in to the spiciest podcast in the world, live from your local cash and carry, the notorious Gucci podcast. Have you some of that chutney? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another great edition of the Notorious Gucci Podcast, man. One week out, I do apologize. This is episode 135 on your earphones, or in your earphones, on your speakers, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Notorious Gucci Podcast, episode 135, man. So, little story, man. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't have an episode last week because I was getting my ass kicked by work, man. I was just fucking up to my neck in work and shit. Just didn't have the time, and yeah, just get piling on and stuff. So yeah, I do apologize um, for you day one listeners and you know fans of the show and things. You know, whoever you are out there, appreciate it. Uh, but I do apologize for last week. You know, I wasn't here, and um, yeah, just down to work and stuff. But I'm back. I'm back. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about this week on this week's episode. A lot of music, a lot of news. I think it's um, appropriately, you know, that we are uh, <laughs> that we know and um, doing an episode today because um, yeah, there's some big news to talk about as well. Um, you know, obviously, big Coronies UK update. I give you guys that new music. You know, the last two weeks, gaming news. What I've been watching. Over the last two weeks or so, so yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about, man. Episode 135 in your earphones, on your speakers, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Man, I'm your host, your humble and gracious host, your host with the most, man. The boy, the most sauce, the boy, the most chutney, man. Spring a bit of garam masala on top, man. The rotli to your sock, the kitchen to your curry, the tart to your butt, the samosa to your chutney, man. The notorious Gucci, aka Milanoza. Episode 135, notorious Gucci podcast man so let's get things cracker lacking man with the music man let's hit that drop hey dj turn up the music yeah man turn up that music so what we got this week so over the last two weeks man we'll talk about all the last uh singles that have dropped over the last two weeks so starting off we had sid you know from the internet she dropped a new track called missing out and it's your classic sid sort of internet sort of track man chill out something you can vibe to and things looking forward to some more new music from the internet or Sid she did drop a solo album quite a few number of years ago I think it was called Finn and it was really really dope uh, so yeah I'm looking forward to some new music from Sid or new project from Sid this one missing out is a dope track man classic internet Sid vibes chilled out man laid back relaxing chillaxing that's that sort of vibe for this song missing out so uh, yeah big shout out to Sid and the, uh, and the whole internet click this is a dope track man Sid we're missing out four chilies out of five for me on the spice on so next up we got young ma young ma man she um drops a new track called off the yak and yeah it's, it's okay man it's okay she put out a decent album you know a year or a year and a half ago her story although a bit lengthy uh, had a few tracks on there but um yeah you know she's been relatively quite dropped off a little ep as well which had like one or two tracks on there um then now she's back to work with a new track off the yak yeah, again, it's, it's a typical young ME sort of track, really. Um, nothing really too much to dissect in that. Um, yeah, man, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty mid-track for me, man. It didn't really stand out to me, you know. But, um, yeah, it's not it's not bad, but it's not great either. So it lands in the mid-category for me. So young ME off the yak, three chilies out of five for me on a spice summer. So a bit of mid. Uh, next up, man, we got a legendary, a legendary trio here. We got Redman, Buster Rhymes, and the late great Five Dog. Rest in peace. They dropped the track called Nutshell Part Two, and man, I don't know if it's me being an old school head or not, but this track is absolute flames, absolute flames. I tell you that. Um, 
Yeah, it's, I don't know if it's purely down to obviously I'm an old school head and you know these are three old school cats and things. But man, the the beat sounds very old school, boom bappy as well. Really digging that. All three of them get their stuff off as well, man. That was really dope. Um, never thought I needed to hear a track from Redman, Buster Rhymes, and Five Dog. But uh, wow, yeah, this is a really really dope track, man. So for all my old school heads, boom bap rap heads, backpack rap heads, man. You know this this is really good, man. Um, you definitely enjoy this. Redman, Buster Rhymes, Five Dog, Nutshell Part Two, Smoker or tracks, Smoker. You know what that means, man. You already know the vibes. And you know the fucking vibes. Hit that shit. And you know the fucking vibes. Five chilies out of five for me on the spice on the man. You know what time it is. Ooh. Spicy. Oh, spicy. Oh, tiku. Ek dum tiku che bhai. Ek dum man. Need some chas for that, man. <laughs> and what would the ek dum spicy, ek dum tiku track be without Mr. Uwi himself? Spend some time. Yes, sir, that is Redman, Buster Rhymes, Five Dog, Nutshell Part 2, 5 chilies out of 5 for me on a spice on my Make sure you guys go check that out, it's on your streaming services right now. Next time, we've got Westside Boogie, and um, he, he continues his freestyle, you know, weekly freestyle sort of, um, you know, packed, if you want to call it. Um, just over the last week, he dropped a new freestyle called Do For Love, and that's over one of my favourite Tupac songs. They're one of the same name, Do For Love. Um... So yeah, I was I was really looking forward to that, and he smoked that. You know, it's only like a minute and a bit, but he smoked that man. He's dropping these minute ninety second sort of freestyles and smoking them. I'm really digging them. Um, but yeah, you know, as you know, this is one of my favorite Tupac tracks, man. Yeah, yeah, I, it was just just it's dope to hear someone else rap over it and absolutely smoke it. So um, yeah, Westside Boogie. Wish it was longer, for you, but Westside Boogie, man. Uh, do for love freestyle. Four chilies out of five for me on Spice Summer. Quite spicy, quite tickle indeed. Next up, man, we got Kate Trinada. Yes, Kate Trinada. He dropped an album about a year, maybe two years ago. The Bubba album, which was still good, still gets played to this day. He's two for two in his albums for me. It's 99.9% was also great as well. Um, he drops a new track. No one really on this track. It was just some instrumentals, but it's a dope instrumental either way. Classic Kate Trinada sort of vibes. Man, classic Kate Trinada sort of track. This one's called Caution. Um, yeah man it's really dope I really like it um, let's hope that we get some sort of EP or some sort of project from Kate Trinada sometime soon as well because uh, yeah I'm, I'm digging it man I'm really digging it um, I'm, I'm a big fan of his music and yeah uh, yeah, um, yeah he's, he's, he's a great he's a great DJ great producer you know whatever you want to call it so um, yeah Kate Trinada Caution on your streaming services now 4 chilies out of 5 for me on the Spice Omentar Next up, man, we got a first little taste of summer, I believe, and it is for courtesy of Chris Brown and Young Thug with their breakout track, which was on their Slime and B mixtape, Go Crazy. You know, the highlight, one of the highlights of that uh, great project they put up. Um, they enlisted Future, uh, Little Dirk and Mulatto for the remix, and boy, oh boy, is it um, a great track, man. Uh, yeah, so some some worthy additions to the, an already great track. All three of them do their shit, Dirk. Uh, Mulatto and Future, they all shine on this track as well. Um, so yeah, that was really, really dope. Um, I'm digging it. So first little taste of summer, maybe, man. Um, you can hear this hopefully playing out, um, you know, over the summer, um, you know, uh, if and when we get to it, right? <laughs> uh, so yes, Chris Brown, Young Thug, Future, Dirk, Little Dirk, Mulatto, the Go Crazy remix. That is on your streaming services now. Four chilies out of five for me on the Spice on the top of that. 
And last but not least, we got um, uh, Tory Lanez. So I, I know a lot of people may have cancelled Tory Lanez, not listened to his music, stopped listening to his music and things. You know, ever since this whole incident with Meg Thee Stallion over last summer. Um, but I'm just going to keep it music related, man, to be honest. I know there's, there's some things, um, you know... That warrants a big cancellation, you know, R. Kelly obviously brings to mind and that. But um, I think, you know, the, the term cancel culture and things is being thrown around very loosely these days. And everybody's just falling into that sort of trap of cancelling each and every one if they do one little thing wrong. Now, um, in this case, still people are unsure what happened obviously a lot of people are siding with megan you know some people siding with tory a lot of people in the middle they don't know what happened listen you know there's a legal case going on i am i'm not going to you know delve too deep into that so you know i'm not going to touch too much on that but you know let's just wait for the outcome of this case or whatever and things and then we can decide what who's right and who's wrong and what's not and what's this right um so you know for the time being man i'm gonna still you know um, i don't think i'll ever cancel tory from my phone because, you know, he's put out some great music, you know, and I just can't turn my back on such great music, you know. Um, be what that may or you may, may judge me as a person or who I am as a person because of that. But I just think this whole council culture thing has been thrown around very loosely. If someone does one little thing wrong, okay, that's it, they're cancelled, right? Um, you know, I, I can speak of some things, you know, that were actually related to me. That, you know, well, not to me personally, but, you know, um, you know to do with... You know who I am or where I'm from and things. Um, you know, in terms of this whole council thing, and no one really putting an eye to it. You know, and that is, you know, I think over the last week or so, Rihanna put up a picture of her posing nearly topless, and she had a goodness, she had a gunpati murti man, you know, hanging from her neck, and you know while she was near enough naked, right? And this is not the first time she's done this, right? I think she 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 got into trouble with you know with, um, you know. A few a few months or you know a year or so ago by doing a shoot outside of a mosque or things, and you know and you know she she didn't help herself then and yet she she posed she did that she apologized and you know when it came to the Hinduism you know Hindu culture and things so so she's wearing a gunpati murti around the neck while posing nearly topless and she also scheduled a shoot a lingerie shoot for one of her savage Fenty models um, outside of a Hindu temple and yet no no one has said a word. You know, well, she hasn't said a word, she hasn't apologised anything, a lot of people have reported and things, and nothing really happened. I know some people even reported the picture, and they said, oh, they, this, this, you know, this doesn't go against our guidelines, and blah, 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 and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, seriously, man, you know, we people are fighting about cancelling a guy who supposedly maybe shot a woman in the foot, but we don't still have any evidence or any court casing there, but here, you know, they're not ready to cancel Rihanna because... You know, or nothing's really been done by Rihanna because she posed with a, you know, an image of God near enough naked and did a photo shoot outside of a temple, a Hindu temple. You know, um, yeah. So this whole cancel culture thing is is it's weird. It's fucked up, man. It's stupid sometimes. You know, um, and I'm not saying Rihanna should be, you know, cancelled and things. I just wish that you know she put out an apology, take the photo down or whatever, man, because it's not right. You know, a lot of people are culturally appropriate in different cultures. They don't understand, you know, you're these people who are billionaires and they're being and how can you be a billionaire and yet be so ignorant about other cultures? I really don't know. As a person from a, from colour as well, I just don't understand that, you know. But yeah, 
That being said, I ain't, I ain't cancelling Tory from my phone, man. Not yet, anyway. So, um, he dropped a new track with Chris Brown called Feels. And this is a smoker as well. I think every time Tory and CB link up, man, they always put out something great. They did it with the take on the Chick's Tape 5. And they're doing it again here with Feels, man. Classic Tory sort of track, man, giving you those Chick's Tape sort of vibes. Chris Brown smokes it as well. Really dope, man. So it's Tory Lanez, Chris Brown, Feels. Fortunately, that fire for me on Spice Summerton, man. Quite spicy, quite difficult indeed. So we had we had a pretty good week, a pretty good two weeks in terms of singles, man. So some quite spicy singles from Sid with Missing Out, um, Westside Boogie with a Do for Love freestyle, Catronada with Caution, Chris Brown, Young Thug, Future, Little Dirk, Malai with a Go Crazy remix, Troy and, uh, and Chris Brown with Feels, and a bold spicy, bold tickle track from Redman, Buster Rams and Fife Dog with Nutshell Part two man so make sure you guys go check out all of those singles uh, um i think apart from westside boogies one um they are all on streaming services westside boogies do for love restart is on youtube so yeah make sure you guys go check all of that out right now right in terms of albums then man so we got uh, one deluxe album uh, and we got two new projects over these last two weeks so let's talk about that one deluxe album that we got and that came from uk's own man heady one um, he updated his Edna, his um pretty his pretty good um Edna album debut album with eight new tracks, man, and you know these come um, in the form of um, you know Hum Jury, Bust Down featuring Rich the Kid, um, Showed Me featuring Northside Benji, uh, Siberia with Burner Boy, Level Up, Dressing Gown, Zodiac featuring RV and a track called Yet finishing it off so. Eight new tracks to an already what twenty track album. So the original, um, the you know standard edition of the project man comes packaged in an hour and three minutes. If you add those eight tracks into the deluxe, you, you're stretching it to an hour and a half. It's a pretty lengthy listen to be honest. Um, but let's talk about these eight additional tracks. Um, to be honest, I really felt like they weren't necessary in my opinion. Um, yeah, I really felt like they weren't necessary. They didn't really add anything to the album, and all the great album there is. Um, in 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 hindsight, I think the standard edition is much more better than the deluxe version, in my opinion. So yeah, um, those eight new tracks that he added, even the one was saying the Burner Boy, I thought that would be okay. Him and Burner Boy on the track sounds like something of a summer banger or something like that. Yeah, I was just wasn't blown away by it. So um, yeah, these eight new tracks on anyone's Edna Deluxe, man, um, not really necessarily required, man. I've got to be honest, not really required in my opinion. Um, with that being said, they weren't amazing, but they weren't, um, you know, utter trash either. So these eight new tracks, just these eight new tracks on the Deluxe, I'm going to give it three chilies out of five for me on a Spice Summer. So it's a bit of mid. I prefer, I do prefer the standard edition to the to the to the Deluxe anyway. So um. If you want, you can go check that out. You know, there's eight new tracks. Um, they are on your streaming services right now. Next up, man, we've got a, a new album in the form of a soundtrack, really. Um, and that is the Judas and the Black Messiah, um, the inspired album. So it's not really not really the official soundtrack, but it's an album that was inspired by the movie. Just like, um, you know, back Black Panther, they did that as well. Uh, so a lot of our artists on here, man, we've got Her, Nas, Black Thought, uh, Hitboy, Smino, Masigo, JID, Rhapsody, BJ the Chicago Kid, Little Dirk, G Herbo, Pooh Shiesty, Polo G, Dom Kennedy, Sir, Q 
Kiana Lady, ASAP Rocky, Rakim, you know, and this this album that well the biggest um, the biggest selling point on this album was a track featuring the late great Nipsey Hussle and Jay Z, and so yeah, um, you know, so this was announced um, I think just over two weeks ago, and then it released on Friday. And yeah, we'll see. It was highlighted. The tracklist was, uh, you know, rolled out, and then people were like, "Wow, Nip and Jay Z! Wow, um, you know, never, never thought that they'd uh, get a track with Nip and Jay." You know, rest in peace, Nip man. Um, so I was excited. I was really, really excited. I was like, "Oh shit, okay." And then little snippets started leaking out just the day before, leading up to it. And I was like, "Okay, this sounds great. Cannot wait to hear the full thing." Uh, wow. Um, so. Let me just talk about that track, Nip and Jay, man. You know, obviously one of the biggest highlights of this album. Um, what a track it was, man. Um, you know, uh, Nip, Nip did this thing, man. Um, yeah, he sounded great. And Jay-Z on that track as well, man. It just shows, man, like, he's getting better with age. Um, he hasn't lost a beat. If he has, I said he's getting better with his rapping. And, you know, he said a long time ago <laughs> to Rory of the Joe Biden podcast, if I remember correctly, when at an event that he's getting better at rapping and you know he said prove it and he's proven it man you know he proved it with a what's free he's proven it with you know this track here so yeah man you know age is just a number man you know and you know i think he's getting better with age man hove definitely is the goat um definitely is so what a great track that what it feels like nip hustle and jay-z man rest in peace nip what a great track that is one of the highlights of the album definitely um, as for the album itself, man, yeah, it is a great album, man. You got, yeah, as I said, her with the fight for you, Nas with EPMD, he smoked that. Um, Hit Boy as well, him getting his rapping bars off on one of the tracks, that was great. Something ain't right, JRD, Rhapsody, Masigo, great. Little Dirk again, you know, having a great year again, starting off his year great on your mind. Um, Dom Kennedy, respect my mind, that was a great track as well. Sir, with teach me. Contagious, Safe and Kiana Lady, ASAP Rocky with a great track. I really love that. Rich Rich Problems and then you know Rakim, the great Rakim rounding things off with a Black Messiah with a bonus track on that project, man. What a great front to back. This is a great project, I ain't gonna lie. So um front to back, this is at twenty two songs, but you got an outro in there and somewhat of an intro. So you really you're getting about twenty songs right here or less coming to about an hour and nine minutes long so not too bad you know just over an hour or so but yeah it's, it's a great listen man front and back definitely a great listen obviously i haven't checked out the um the the actual film i will when it comes becomes available here i don't know when that will be but um yeah as for the soundtrack or the inspired soundtrack the mu- you know the, uh, the music that the album the, the the music that the film inspired um you know yeah it is great it's great as i said this is not the official soundtrack but it is music that was inspired from the album i.e like your black panther project that we got over a couple years ago which was great yeah this is absolutely mad this is great this is a great project i'll give you that um yeah front to back don't listen it's on your streaming services now so it is called officially the actual title of the project is called judas and the black messiah the inspired album that is on your streaming services now you're featuring all those great artists there um, with a highlight obviously being the late great Nipsey Hussle and Jay-Z on the, one of the tracks there so yeah big shout out to everybody involved in the project um, yeah man definitely go check it out you know the vibes man you know what time it is man five chilies out of five for me on the Spice Woman for this Judas and the Black Messiah the inspired album you know the vibes you know the fucking vibes hit that shit
Ooh, spicy. Bow, spicy. Bow, man. Need some Srikon, some Kirino Ross in here. And Mr. Uwe himself will back that up. Yes, sir, man. So make sure you go check that out. Judas and Black Messiah, the inspired album on your streaming services now. Following in those footsteps, man, we got a new project from Jim Jones over this last week. So he teams up with uh, producer Harry Fraud. You know, people may recognize Harry Fraud. His, his uh, producer drop is the uh, one that goes something along the lines of La Musica La Harry Fraud. <laughs> Apologies if I butchered that, but. <laughs> um, you know he does a lot of uh, production on French French Montana tracks, French Montana albums. Uh, so he linked up with fellow Dipset diplomat, um, you know, member Jim Jones, and they drop a joint project called the Fraud Department. Uh, and this features, uh, you know, features from Belly, Dave East, Trav, French Montana, Currency, uh, Jay Worthy, Conway the Machine. Mark Skabila, Big Body Bears, Mayno and Kenny Sway. 11 tracks, 31 minutes uh, long. It's quite a concise listen. Some great features on there. And man, listen, yeah. Um, I don't, if, it, if it hasn't been proven already, but I do think that Jim Jones is the best rapper from that Dipset click, man. He is the one from that Dipset. Who'd have thought that he would be the one from that Dipset click, man, you know? You know, we had Cam come in and, you know, Cam was the best. And we had Jewels come in and we're like, nah, Jewels is the best. And Jimmy was always, you know, that guy that people used, you know, when we used to listen to him back in the day, he was like, yeah, he's cool, but he's not as good as Cam. He's not as good as Jewels, you know. Yeah, but I prefer Cam and Jewels. Yeah, you know, Jim, yeah, he's okay, but he's not that great, blah, 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 you know. And over the last five years or so, man, Jim has really stepped up his rapping, his, his artistry, his pen, everything man he stepped up everything and he has not put out a bad album in the last three at least you know four to five years so he's going back as what is it 2017 or 2018 wasted talent that was great then he put out el capo which was great then he put out the deluxe which was okay you know you know he's been but you know then he put out this one you know a fraud department you know he's, he's been relatively consistent it's been relatively consistent i may need to run that deluxe back again but, you know, after hearing it once, you know, a few times, I was like, mm, I prefer the standard. But, yeah, I might need to run that deluxe back again and see how it is. But, uh, yeah, he's been more or less consistent over these last three to five years. Um, who the thought? And then, you know, Cam and Jewels have been, you know, tight, you know, been, you know, quite reclusive and not really putting out anything. Cam put out that Purple Haze 2 uh, album a few years ago. Um, and that was dope. But, you know, in terms of rapping and rapping, rapping and getting his bars off and shit, man, Jim has been on point. He has been on point. I tell you that. Um, yeah, man, at points, like, I think he sounds like Royster 5'9", man. He be rapping like he's fucking Royster 5'9". I'm like, shit, man, Jimmy going off on this, you know. And he does the same throughout this whole project, man. You know, from front to back, laps around the sun, fucked up with Belly, Aunt Viola, Davies and Trav, Loose Loose. Um, by the Bing, that's the only track I don't like. Him and French. Apart from that, you know that was you know, Barry White track six, say a prayer with currency, and uh, you know track seven, the people with Conway track eight, luxury lies, big body bears track nine, three cuts with Mano track ten, make it home with Kenny Sway track eleven. Yeah, apart from that one track um, with uh, uh, you know uh, French Montana. Yeah, this is this is a this is a dope album, really dope project, dope album, whatever you want to call it. Man, um, 
yeah one skip for me but apart from that man um yeah a lot of replay value as well you know i think jim's music always has a lot of replay value great music to work out to um you know go, go for a run to or just you know when it's a nice day and things you know getting that you know um you know good rapping on and things yeah definitely you know you throw a bit of jimmy on as well but uh yeah um who'd have thought jim jones would be the one from Dipset man captain jim captain jim that's what you gotta call him a capo you know he calls himself capo captain jim that's what i call him <laughs> so um yeah man go check that out jim jones harry fraud with the fraud department man um yeah dope project man uh yeah what else is there left to say but uh you know Five chilies out of five for me on a spice summer for Jim Jones and Harry Fraud with the fraud department, man. You know. And you know the fucking vibes. Ooh, spicy. Bold, spicy, bold, tiku, bye, man. Sir, so that's Jim Jones and Harry Ford with the Fraud Department. Go check that out. That's on your streaming services now. Big shouts out to Jim. Big shouts out to Harry Ford. Great project there, man. Um, yeah, man. Who'd have thought, man? Jim Jones, man. Captain Jim. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so that, that that wraps us up on the music side of things over these last two weeks. Some great singles and some great albums for with you know Julius and the Black Messiah, the Inspired album, and then Jim Jones with Han Harry Ford with the Fraud Department project as well. Both of them, both spicy, both decor, man. Ekadum. So make sure you guys go check those out. Right, let's hit uh, our news segment then, ladies and gentlemen. Man, we've got a lot of news to talk about. You seen the news, bro? Yeah, man, we seen the news. So it was announced obviously yesterday, right? Um, so we've been waiting for this roadmap out of lockdown from the government, from the prime minister. Um, you know, for a while now. You know, he said twenty second of February will be when he releases his roadmap, and obviously yesterday was the twenty second of February. So um, it was revealed that you know. Um, that from 8th of March, you know, schools will open, schools and colleges will re uh, reopen, uh, practical courses in university, you know, people who have practical um, learning and things will have to go in, but people who are just online or, you know, theory-based, they will, uh, you know, still have to, um, you know, work, you know, online and things um, for the time being. So schools and, uh, you know, colleges and, you know, universities for those courses that, um, have some practical aspect to it. You know, they will resume from March the eighth. Also, on March the eighth, it was revealed that you can meet another person. Now, it's not specified from another household, but it says meet another person for a picnic or a coffee in the park. Um, outdoors. That's it, right? Um, so it's not really specified that you know it's, this has to be someone from. Um, is it from another household? Also, it's not specified that if it's from a different area right uh so they say from march over the 8th you can meet another person for a coffee or a picnic on a park bench or in a park or something that's it right one other person but you still need to maintain social distancing so it's not like you can be full chummy chummy and close with them then you know from march the 29th uh they said that uh let me get these let me get this uh these rules up man so i don't confuse the listeners Right, March the 29th. Right, so let's have a look here. Ba -da -da -da. 
Right, so just get this shit up, just get this shit up. Right, so from 8th of March, all schools will open with outdoor and after school sports activities are allowed. Recreation in a public place such as a park will be allowed between two people, meaning they will be allowed to sit down for a coffee, drink or picnic. Now, from 29th of March, outdoor gatherings of either six people or two households will be allowed. It is understood that this will include gatherings in private gardens. Outdoor sports facilities such as tennis and basketball courts will reopen and organised adult and children's sports such as grassroots football will also return. Right. Um, what also is mentioned is in there is that you, know, you, you can meet with someone from a different area, but you advise to keep it local as well. So there's also that what they're saying as well. Um, by maintaining that you should be two meters apart as well. Um, this doesn't mean that uh, yeah, for March 29th uh, is that people want to be be able to uh, will again, once again be able to travel out of their areas. Although guidance will likely still recommend staying local and overnight stays will not be permitted. Right. So um, that that is uh, you know what they're saying. And then from 12th of April, this is going to be the reopening of non-essential retail, hairdressers, salons, gyms leisure facilities and things they will be reopening on from the uh, 12th of april right and then um how they're saying is they're, they're spacing these things out in five week intervals so starting with the 8th of march and then um you know 29 well i don't know there's not five weeks between 8th and the 29th so i'm not sure how that logic works but they've said that eight uh, five weeks eight uh, you know from 8th of march to 12th of april and 12th of April to 17th of May so if all goes according to plan and everything goes down and you know there's not much case infections and things uh, case rising and you know there's not much infections then yeah 12th of April non-essential retail leisure facilities hairdressers salons and things will be opening gyms and whatever um, then it's saying that uh, as well on the 12th that um, outdoor hospitality will be open so um, you can have a meal outdoors but not indoors you can have a meal or or drink outdoors in a pub or a restaurant right and then from the 17th of may all permitting that you know everything goes well they'll be opening up the indoor facilities such as you know indoor dining in indoor hospitality and indoor pubs and things right um, also from the 17th of may they said that you know people will potentially maybe able to meet indoors with another household and given if that's the um way forward and you know the science shows that also they are saying that from the 17th of may um yeah so you know things like you know cinemas theaters and things will be you know reopening and things like that and then if all goes according to plan if all goes according to plan <clears throat> and the infection number and everything and cases are right down below and the vaccine rollout is you know great then from the 21st of june the Prime Minister has said that, you know, he will lift all, mostly all the restrictions on social contact. So, you know, you can more or less go back to how life was, you know, two years ago or a year and a half ago, whenever, you know, that was. <laughs> so that is the actual roadmap he's put out, right? It's stuff like weddings and funerals, they said that, you know, by 17th of May, um, so by 12th of April, you're allowed 15 people at weddings, still 30 for funerals and then... Um, in the 12th and then 17th of May you're allowed 30 uh, for weddings and then you know obviously by 21st of June there'll be no legal limit on how many people are allowed to a wedding uh, and things so, so you know those are things as well as, as, as obviously the wedding season is in between May and August right 
Um, so obviously, you know, these are the rules that he set out. This is a roadmap that he set out, right? And he said that these will all be um, subject to change depending on the four criteria. That is the vaccine rollout. Obviously, you know how 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 many how much uptake of the vaccine there is, how many people are being vaccinated. Obviously, and then just the you know the data, the science data, right? Uh, as of right now, I think we're, we're going to be on track to hit, hit about 20 million vaccinations, right? Um, by the end of today, maybe just by tomorrow or something like that. So people who are you know, in their 80s, the most critical, vulnerable, you know, extremely vulnerable, they've all had their vaccine and things. People over the age of 65 and so they've been mostly probably have all their vaccines and then they're going to start working down the adult groups. Now, as for people my age, you know, in, in the 20s or, you know, below that, uh, you know, we're expecting a vaccine, you know, in June, July time. We've been told that probably by the end of July, every, every um, you know, UK adult will be vaccinated. So, if the government is saying that by end of July that they aim to have all of the UK adult population vaccinated, you know, so obviously the lowest end of the groups, obviously the 20, you know, people in their 20s and, you know, in, in, in between, you know, 16 and 18 and things like that, um, we're going to be right at the bottom of the pile, right? So we'll be one of the last people to get it. So they're saying July, you know, it could be even later. It could be August, it could be September. Who knows? Who knows, right? And yet they want to open everything, you know, in, in, in April, May, and then everything abolished by, you know, nearly June. So here is my gripe with this. Um, I think that, you know, people in my age category in the 20s, when they're in the 18 to 30 range, or even maybe... 18 to 35 range right i think that um you know these are the people you know who still haven't got a vaccine and we probably won't have a vaccine until as i said june july maybe even august september time right now you want to open everything up you know in april then may and then june get rid of everything so the elderly are protected 100% they're protected, right? They're protected and they may, may, they may they may not go out too much or they may and, you know, take it safe and be cautious and things. But I do not think that the majority of the 18 to 35 population, age range of 18 to 35, man, they are not going to be cautious. Once the stuff starts opening up, they will be going crazy, right? And I get it. People, you know, been dealing with this for a long time. People are fed up and this and that, this and that. But listen, right? We are so close here. We are so close, man. Like, I if it was me, I'd keep everything closed until everybody has had the vaccine. You know, the first, at least the first dose, right? Now, I'm not a big economist. I'm not a big financial analysis. And I know this is damaging the economy and whatever. But I obviously think that people's lives matter more than the economy, right? That and then, you know, you, you just don't know. You don't want to be plunged into another lockdown. That's what we don't want. You know, Boris has been saying time and time again, yeah, I don't want another lockdown, don't want another lockdown. But he's been, he said that after the first one, then we got put into two others, didn't we? So really, his word is quite mute at this point, right? And the thing we need to know and and understand is that with this pandemic, with this virus, we shouldn't be getting our hopes up. You know, it's it's to, we should be, you know, un, we should we should be at a stage right now that we shouldn't expect anything. Know that nothing is is expected. Nothing is a given with this virus. It can change. It can throw us through a loophole. It can you know bring us back to square one again. I don't know why people are not understanding that. 
I go, I'm going, I went online yesterday, you know, Instagram, and everybody's rolling out the memes and whatever, right? Yeah, okay, internet, yeah, memes, funny, ha ha. But like, literally, I think a lot of people are getting ahead of themselves. They, they, they're only gonna put relax these measures if stuff is going their way, and that's a big if, a big if, right? A big if you did this last time, you, you put out this plan that yeah, this date, this date, this date. But what happened? Cases went up. Eat out to help out came out. Cases went up. Shift us back into lockdown. And again, Christmas, you, you ease the restrictions for a little bit. Cases went up, and then we're back into lockdown again. So, with the vaccine, yeah, okay, I understand. But the vaccine rollout needs to continue. But the only thing is, the people who are, who are adults in the eighteen to thirty-five range, obviously, people who are at the bottom end of the spectrum and won't be vaccinated until about June or July. These are the same people that will be going crazy, more or less, right? Spending their times in pubs, in restaurants driving case numbers up and you know because they haven't been vaccinated right they'll be spreading the virus uh, you know amongst this population and things the elderly may be protected uh, as well you know so that they're out of it but you know people in this age range they'll be spreading the virus case numbers will go up and what's going to happen again you guessed it we're probably going to be put into another lockdown all because people in this age range couldn't control themselves you know and you know stick to the rules and things because you know you give someone an inch they'll go a mile right you give people an inch, you'll, they'll, go, they'll go a mile, and I, that's people are fed up. I know, but listen, we've got to be cautious about these things, man. We do, we do. Now, for me, as for one personally, I ain't going out and about anywhere until I've had the first dose of the vaccine. Even then, you know, I'm still going to be cautious. I don't think I'll be meeting up with groups and groups of mates. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not. I'm definitely not going anywhere abroad this year. Hundred percent. Um, you know that there's something I'm struggling with about going back to the gym. Like I do want to go back, but you know I, I don't think I'll do that until I have either the first dose or even you know the full vaccine before I make my return to the gym. So um, for me personally, I'm cool, man. Um, I'm not going to jump at the first opportunity of you know things opening back up and you know these rules being lifted or whatever, um, because you know that that so-called day june 21st or whatever man it's just going to be absolute carnage and i think even even before then you know it's going to be carnage you know um you know the 17th of may when you know you can meet with more than 30 people outside and you know meet people indoors and things i think it's going to be absolute carnage then and um yeah i just i just feel like (laughs) um this could have been avoided maybe this can be avoided by you know everybody getting vaccinated first and keeping things closed or keeping hospitality closed and things but i don't know man you know the government is always going to do something different to what you want right so um yeah with that all being said the main message here is to still stay safe still stay cautious still wash your hands face ask wear a mask maintain your space all of that regular regular stuff we've been talking about for the last year um and um just don't be stupid don't be idiotic i know people will be i have no control over that no one has any control over that but uh mark my words if you're not cautious and you're gonna go around you know doing god knows what with who and where and you know spreading this shit man then mark my words we'll be back in another fucking lockdown before you can say um you know christmas <laughs> or summer holidays or whatever man so um yeah that's my stance on this new roadmap really um yeah it does offer a bit of hope but it's only if the criteria are met and you know 
number of infections are going down and the vaccine rollout and uptake is you know increasing um that's the only time that you know these things will go down and as i said it's a big if it's a big if people are not really understanding the big if they're like oh yeah they hear these dates and like oh yeah 21st june 21st june yeah yeah but listen mate it's all about if it's not a given that you know it's going to be this date it could even be delayed it could even be delayed till next year who the fuck knows but loads of people are getting ahead of themselves and things and i get it some people want something to look forward to but take it in steps man take it in steps Let's look forward to the 8th of March first, and then 29th, and then 17th. And if all goes well by then, then 21st. You can't just outright be like, yeah, 21st, can't wait, and shit like that. Like, come on, man, you're not being realistic. You know, these things that, you know, this whole situation we've been in, and it's showed us not to be optimistic, it's to be more realistic. And I still don't understand how people are not under that impression or, you know, following those sort of realistic, you know, patterns or realistic ideas or realistic time frames but um hey ho you know you, you know not everybody thinks um you know along the same lines eh, and things so um i don't know let's see but yeah still wash your face hands face hands face ass wear a mask all of that shit maintain your space hopefully 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 let's see man um so let's 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 get past this first this first roadblock which is the 8th of march all right let's get past that and then we can talk about what's going on next, man. Hopefully, man. Fingers crossed. Um, shifting gears, then, man. Uh, let's just to music. So it was announced over you know, over these last two weeks that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees were announced, and Jay Z, Mary J. Blige, LL Cool J, I, among um, you know so, uh, other musicians, you know that are uh, been nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So big shouts out to all of these um, you know nominees, especially from the hip hop and hip hop rap R and B sort of. Um, you know, uh, genre of music, obviously Jay-Z, Mary J. Blige, LL Cool J, big shout out to all of them. Um, I think you could, these are these are part of the fan vote. And, you know, the person with the most votes, you know, will obviously be nominated and things. So um, just type in Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, you know, nominations and things, and then you'll find a link where you can vote. But, you know, big shout out, out to all of these three legendary artists, Jay-Z, Mary J. Blige and LL Cool J for their nominations. And um, yeah, man, really, really dope to see, man. Great. Uh, following along the lines of music and you know incorporating a bit of movies, Netflix are set to release um, the first Biggie documentary that has been approved by the estate, their estate, the Christopher Wallace estate, and this one is called um, "I Got a Story to Tell," and it shows the origin story. Pretty much, we know the origin story here or less, but this is the first doc that's approved from the estate, and it's going to have interviews with, obviously, Puff. You know, P. Diddy, you know, um, Valletta Wallace, you know, um, Big, uh, Big's mom, uh, people who knew him. Obviously, I'm a big fan, big Biggie fan, so definitely I'm going to be on the lookout for that. Can't wait to watch that. So, um, yeah, but, you know, Netflix are going to release that on March 1st, so that's next Monday, I believe. So, yeah, look, looking forward to that. And along those lines, let's go into our TV and movie, man. Let's talk about um, some... Uh, TV uh, news then and what I've been watching over these last two weeks you seen the new TV serial? yeah man so TV what I've been watching over the last few weeks so um, I started watching uh, I May Destroy You right and that is uh, available exclusively on BBC on BBC iPlayer uh, so I, I heard about this show through the it's snub by the Golden Globes Right, so a lot of shows were nominated in the Golden Globes, and you know people were complaining about this show being snubbed. 
and um yeah so i was like oh okay i i, I know the i know the lead actress in there um I'm, i don't want to get a name wrong so I'm, I'm just gonna bring up her name and me destroy you uh, da, da, da. right so the lead actress in here um the brains behind the whole whole plot is uh i hope i'm pronouncing her name right michaela coel right and um yeah, Michaela Coyle, She uh, she's been in shows like you know I May Destroy You, Chewing Gum, and a few others. She's been in. Uh, so you know, that's what that's where I've heard heard of herself. Let's look. She yeah, she's been in Chewing Gum, I May Destroy You, Black Earth Rising. She's also been in Black Mirror, um, Top Boy. She's been in as well. Um, yeah, so yeah, she's been she's been in um, quite a few things. So uh, yeah, um, that's that's where I've heard of her from on here and um yeah so i thought you know okay this, this show's been snubbed by the golden globes why why is that like well, um, so surely there's something good about this show so i started watching it and it touches on a lot of themes obviously set in the uk as she's from the uk it touches on a lot of themes it touches on rape it touches on um you know homosexuality also touches on um you know lgbtq you know it's so all of that as well racism as well you know all of those things so it touches on quite a heavy amount of topics right and it shows you that you know you know these 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 heavy hard-hitting issues it's not just classified by just race or sexual orientation and things it can happen in anything you know each each stance each instance and you know these are the sort of things that we need to be on the lookout for and yeah i thought it was great man um it is funny at a few times and it is a bit litter sometimes you know uh, but um yeah it, it is sometimes a quite uncomfortable watch um but hard-hitting nonetheless and it just shows you uh you know these hard-hitting themes that you know the as i said they're not just you know shackled they're not just you know classed by you know um race and sexual orientation yeah you know it, it, it can happen in any sort of environment any you know no matter who you are and things so um yeah um a great show man really great show i do recommend everybody to watch that uh each episode is about like 25 to 40 minutes long more or less it's about 25 to 30 minutes the last episode being about 40 minutes i think there's there's 13 episodes 12 episodes 12 13 episodes they're all available on iplayer so yeah, you, you could probably binge through it in a day if you're that determined. Um, you know, I, I was watching about three, four episodes a day, and that lasted about three, yeah, three, four days. So um, yeah, I, I finished that off, and yeah, it, it, I was um, I was amazed by you know the, the themes and the things in it. Uh, so um, big shouts out to Michaela Coel, man. That was a great, that's a great show that you done. Um, with I may destroy you, really, really dope. Um, it's on BBC iPlayer here in the UK. So uh, if you got that, definitely go check that out. If you don't, if uh, anybody listening from outside the UK, I'm sure you'll be able to find it somewhere. But um, yeah, I may destroy you, man. Five chilies out of five for me on a spice summons, man. I gotta give up for that. Can you motherfucking five? Yes, sir, man. Five chilies out of five for me, man. Bowl spicy, bowl tiku. Ooh, spicy. Bowl spicy, bowl tiku, man. You know. Uh, and obviously, Mr. Uwe has to come in and, and, and give it his blessing himself. Yes, sir. I may destroy you. That's on BBC iPlayer, man. Make sure you guys go check that out. Okay, some other TV that I've been watching. Right, so I started Mindhunter. Uh, I remember how I started this show. 
good news when it came out, right? And then I think I started the first episode and I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it. It was really slow, really, really slow paced, really methodical and things. And I was just like, I sacked it off after the first episode. And um, I never went back to it, but it's always been on my list. And you know, when the second season came out, people were like, oh my God, this is amazing, things like that. So I added it back to my list. And then I'm slowly working my way through my, my TV show list now. And you know, after having watching I May Destroy You and um, I can't remember what I watched before that, right? But <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I uh, wanted to, you know, watch Mindhunter now. I was like, okay, let me start this. Let me start it. And I started it. And yeah, I'm, I'm just about coming to the end of season one. Yeah, it's been a slow season, but um, it is picking up. Definitely picking up near towards back end. And yeah, um, I can't wait to see where it goes. So it's, it's an interesting watch, man. Definitely very interesting, intriguing watch, nonetheless. So uh, yeah, let's. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick with it and see um, how it turns out. So hopefully by this time next week, I've finished. Hopefully by you know the the, the four two seasons, and I can give you guys my uh, my take on it. Some TV news though. Um, some very sad TV news, man. One of my favorite sitcoms, one of my favorite shows of all time, if not my favorite comedy sitcom of all time Brooklyn Nine-Nine <sighs> it pains me to say this it's coming to an end with season 8 in 2022 next year oh my heart <laughs> um, yeah man this is my this is the, the, my favourite sitcom of all time Brooklyn Nine-Nine I remember starting it back in 2013 when it first came out and just yeah I, I watched like one episode or two episodes and I was like yeah I couldn't get into it things I don't know because like, I was just at university and I was just focused on other things <laughs> but yeah I just watched one or two episodes and then just never went back to it and then I think over the last two three years a lot of people telling me yeah 99 you know watch Brooklyn 99 watch this man this and that and I was like okay I checked it out and I was like yo you know, obviously being a bit older and you know having the time to actually watch it and stuff I'm like okay no this is really funny and I really like it I really like all the characters really like the stories and stuff and um, it's an easy watch man and it's, it's something that I can watch over and over again uh, and I am doing that right now uh, so yeah it's, it's very sad news for all 99 fans man um, that it's coming to an end in season 8 um, a lot of people saw it coming though with um, how season 7 ended I, I didn't think so I think that I thought this will still go on for quite some time so it did come as a shock to me um, but yeah, and it's only going to be ten episodes this last season, which you know the last episode, last season was about thirteen. The season before that was about eighteen, and you know previous seasons before that have been about twenty, twenty-two. So um, yeah, really short season, but it's coming to an end with season eight. Um, yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm really sad about that because it is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time, or if not the favorite sitcom of all time in my books. Uh, so yeah. Um, just be prepared, all nine nine fans, to wave goodbye to Peralta, Santiago, uh, Jeffords, Boyle, Hull, Diaz, or you know Hitchcock, Scully, everyone like that, man. And as you know, they'll be making their final run in twenty twenty two. Season seven will be out on Netflix here in the UK, I believe, in March. But for me or other people who watched it on E four last year when it came on during April, yeah, um, you know, you already know what goes down, but. Hey, I'm going to watch season 7 again when it comes on Netflix anyway, right? <laughs> but so yeah, very sad news on that, man. Definitely. Uh, let's talk about some movies then, man. Let's talk about some movie news and what movies I've been watching. Hey, bro, you seen that new film? 
Yeah, man, I've seen not really some new films. I've seen some old films, man. But I've been meaning to, you know, that's been on my watch list. So starting off with Unthinkable, starring Samuel L. Jackson and um, Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, this is available on Amazon Prime. And it involves um, the it revolves around a terrorist um, interrogation of a terrorist, and you know the police force, uh, the FBI trying to track down you know the threat of this terrorist. You know these the um, you know the threat that he's posing, and Samuel Jackson plays the role of a abusive interrogator, and um, Carrie Ann Moss plays the role of an FBI agent tasked with getting this information out of the terrorist uh, so yeah it's pretty good man it's good uh, it's good to you know psychological sorts you know thriller as well um i really i, I enjoyed it man um some some fucked up shit that happens in there yeah definitely you know via some of the torture scenes but um yeah man a great watch nonetheless and it's, it's relatively short as well about an hour and a half or so so uh yeah it's, it's quite worth a watch man i'm quite short worthwhile watch unthinkable on amazon prime video samuel jackson carrie ann moss four chilies out of five for me on the spiceometer quite spicy quite thick cool indeed next up man also on um, amazon prime video is one of denzel washington's films that I, I i i hadn't checked out this one's called the great debaters it's a true story of you know back in 1930s texas where uh, one you know Af african-american teacher leads a group of um you know uh, debaters a, 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 a debate team from a small college small school in texas all the way up to the great debate against you know harvard and how they win true story of that um you know an all-black team as well and you know stuff that they encounter along the way you know obviously racism abuse uh discrimination all of those things as well it stars journey smollett as well so um yeah i didn't know you know she was prominent in films that early on i thought she was quite a new star but yeah it was interesting to see um yeah as i said denzel washington in that as well great great film again you know highlighting you know a lot of racial injustice a lot of racial themes as well um yeah so make sure you guys check that out that's a great film as well to watch it's a bit lengthy i think it's about two, over two hours or so but yeah, yeah worthwhile watch anyway the great debaters amazon prime video uk four chilies out of five for me on the spice on the top Next up, uh, another film that I checked out and that is also on Amazon Prime Video, yeah, in, in the UK is The Intern. It's a feel-good film. Um, it's by Nancy Myers. Now, obviously, playing off the Brooklyn Nine-Nine fact, you know, a lot of people who are die-hard Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans, they know that Rosa Diaz loves Nancy Myers films. So when I heard, uh, you know, when I saw her, this is a Nancy Myers film, I was like, okay, you know, time to see what makes these films, you know, penetrate a you know a hard shell like roses <laughs> and um you know what i can see why because uh, yeah this 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 film this is from 2016 2015 something like that the intern is stars Anne hathaway and robert de niro Anne hathaway is a successful businesswoman you know running her own business and they're looking to recruit some senior senior citizen interns just to help out and things and you know rob de niro plays the role of a widowed um you know a, a widowed you know a senior citizen and he's looking for things to just keep his life busy and you know um keep himself busy so yeah he, he um signs up to be a, a senior citizen intern and the relationship that builds no don't it's not like that i first thought that okay don't tell me that he's gonna fall for Anne hathaway and there's like 40 years and 80s and it's a love story it's nothing like that but the um friendship that builds between Anne Hathaway and De Niro in this film. It's really cute. Um, De Niro is such a gentleman in the film. 
and yeah, as I said, it's, it's a light watch, light easy watch, very feel good sort of film as well. Some 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 drama and things in the middle, but yeah, more or less a really good feel good film, and uh, you know, one to use on those days which you need something to cheer you up and things. And this is one of them. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that man. I think De Niro did did a great job. You know, he's used to be playing the gangster and the hard hitting bruiser in these films. But it's good to see that soft side of him and, and just a different side, man. Um, yeah, really good. I like that. So, uh, The Intern, Amazon Prime Video UK, that is out on four chilies out of five for me on a spice summer Next up, man, another film that I hadn't checked out. It's quite old. Yep, um, people are going to probably bash me here when I'm going to say the name, but Gladiator. Yes, Ridley Scott's, um, you know, Roman masterpiece, which starred Russell Crowe um, back in 2002 or three. Yeah, Gladiator. I finally checked that out. Now this is actually available on a multiple uh, range of services. I actually watched this on Sky On Demand, but it's also available on Netflix, I believe, and on Amazon Prime Video as well. So you can check it out on those. So it's a, it's on the lengthy side of things. It's nearly three hours. It's about a two and a half hour film, right? And it shows obviously the story of the Roman Empire, you know, Julius Caesar, Maximus, and things. Um, you know, about one gladiator who is wrongly accused of murdering, um, you know. Caesar and things and then all in the quest for power and and, uh, and then you know how he gets his revenge and things so yeah it was it was really good so I really like that um great film um yeah as I said on the lengthy side of things but yeah great film I love all these um historical sort of films you know like Roman history and you know Greek mythology and things like that so yeah this was this was one of my favorites man I really like watching this over these last two weeks so yeah Gladiator it's available on multiple sources sky on demand amazon brand video and i believe netflix as well you can go check it out four chilies out of five for me on the spice on myself quite spicy quite the cool indeed another film i checked out la confidential again on amazon prime video uk man they've got some great films out in there man <laughs> la confidential starring kevin spacey guy pierce and uh russell crowe as well again he's in this as well and set in like 1950s 60s la it rolls around, you know, um, murders and, you know, the corruptness in the police department and things. So, um, yeah, a great thriller again. A great, another great thriller as well. Highly rated on IMDb. I think it was like eight or something. Um, so, yeah, really good film. Again, that's about two hours or so long. So, a bit on the lengthy side. But, man, definitely worth a watch if you're just looking for things to watch. Great thriller again. Um, yeah man definitely go check that out man uh, LA Confidential 4 chilies out of 5 for me on Spice on the following on from Gladiator I wanted, uh, I hadn't watched 300 yeah I know people are going to be like what the fuck you haven't watched that either yeah I haven't <laughs> I remember when it came out and things but um, yeah I just didn't get around to watching it but yeah um, after you know watching Gladiator I was like I want to watch 300 now again this is on Amazon Prime Video UK um, stars Gerard Butler as the true story of Leonidas, you know, the leader of the Spartan army of this 300 Spartans that he took to war against the Persian army. True story, man. Um, yeah, what a great film this was as well. Full of action, graphical violence. <laughs> um, yeah, man, really great. Just about under two hours long again. Um, but yeah, really, really good, man. Gerard Butler really did a great job as well in this. Uh, yeah, 300, man. Four chilies out of five for me on the spiceometer. Quite spicy, quite difficult indeed. And the last film I checked out this week, um, just over the weekend, was a very hard-hitting, emotional, sad film as well. And this one's called The Pianist. Again, this is available on Amazon Prime Video UK. Um, stars Adrian Brody. 
and uh, this is a true story as well another true story of a Polish uh, po uh, well, uh, a, a Polish and Jewish pian uh, pianist in uh, we'll see 19 th late 1930s um, in war-torn Warsaw in Poland and you know, during the world, during the Second World War and um, and the trials and tribulations he goes through with him uh, on his own and then with his family and then him on his own um, and just really more or less being about him trying to survive him trying to survive you know the war and things and you know, him being this brilliant pianist the stuff he has to go through the things you see in this film as well like obviously you know we, I know my history in World War 2 but you know it's one thing to know it and the second thing just to be like oh shit just actually see it depicted on screen and you know it takes you through all of these, you know, hard hitting things, and um, you know, just it's just downright utter, you know, sad and just disgusting acts of violence that, you know, that was occurring during these times as well. So yeah, really sad, really hard hitting. But what, what a great film it was, though, man. Um, no wonder that he won the Oscar for that. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, that was great. Um, but you know, if you like your war films, if you're looking for like a hard hitting, emotional, sad sort of watch. Um, and if you haven't checked out this film, then yeah, definitely check it out. Definitely on um, one of the one of one of the best films of all time, I think it is. Um, so uh, yeah, the pianist Adrian Brody in there um, on Amazon Prime Video UK. Four chilies out of five for me on the spice. Ones are quite spicy, quite thickle indeed. Make sure you guys go check that out. And finally, man, um, some movie news. So. The Justice League Snyder Cut, which is coming exclusively to HBO Max in the US on March 18th or something, right? It has actually been revealed that um, this Snyder Cut will be released to other territories. Uh, right now, there's no information on what platform and how, but uh, it has been more or less revealed that this will be re uh, released in other territories apart from the US. So the US right now, we have exclusive access you know with the hbo max and we also people here in the uk we don't have hbo max and things so um you know um, there wasn't really any way of watching this but so it has been announced that it will be coming to other territories and they will be releasing details soon on where and how to watch these things i just hope that it's not a paid sort of thing because you know these last um i think these last what, wonder woman 1984 you were able to watch that on hbo max in the us during christmas whereas here when it came to the uk you had to buy it in sky store for like 15 16 quid i feel like if you if you're a sky customer or virgin customer or something like that all right that if you've got a subscription to any of these things they should be inking a deal with you know there should be some sort of partnership in there that if you've got um, a movie subscription or something like that like you know if you've got a virgin box and you subscribe to sky movies or if you've got sky and you subscribe to sky cinema and things that you should be able to watch this free of charge right um so you know that's one thing i will say you know stuff like tenant as well you know i know that released in cinemas and things but you know um you know why can't that be made exclusive as well but yeah you know these films that they said that be coming out on hbo max like you know wonder woman like this Justice League Snyder Cut, um, the new Godzilla and Kong, Suicide Squad. These are all films that they said that will be available to watch on HBO Max in the US. You know, um, that uh, once they are released. But here in the UK, we have to still pay for that shit. That's not right, man. I don't feel that's right, man. The, you know, these big companies, Corporation Sky and Virgin, they should be 
you know talking to people in the US like HBO and say look listen let's let's get a partnership let's get a deal going that you know you, you can bring these movies over to us and no extra charge to our our customers like like you're doing you're paying 9.99 like a month like a Netflix subscription and they're getting all these brand new big big blockbuster films and we're having to pay our normal subscription service for our TV and things on top of Netflix and whatever and having to pay a further 15 to 20 pound to watch these films it's, it's not right man come on man so um then uh, i wish that there's something done about that nonetheless yeah let's look out for how we can watch the snyder cut of the justice league here in the uk um once more information is released right let's get into our last segment man oh yeah we were going over an hour man obviously because we've got a lot to talk about but getting into our gaming segment let's go have you played that new gamma you mean game that's what i said gamma yeah man um because we're running short man on time man let's uh i'll, I'll cut out the uh, playstation significance today <laughs> the playstation drop so some big gaming news coming over the last two weeks we finally found out who is going to play the role of joel who's going to play the role of Ellie in HBO's um, adaption of the critically acclaimed Naughty Dog blockbuster, which is Last of Us, right? So, uh, Pedro Pascal, you may know him from the Bounty Hunter in the Mandalorian to, you know, him in Wonder Woman 1984 or, um, you know, other films that he's been in. Um, He's going to be playing the role as Joel, Joel, not Joel, well, he's going to play the role as Joel, Right, if you say Joel, yeah, um, from The Last of Us and Bella Ramsey, you know, well known for her role in Game of Thrones, she's going to be cast as Ellie, and you know that those are your two main characters uh, for HBO's The Last of Us, which is uh, you know the series that is uh, going to be adapted from that critically acclaimed, amazing blockbuster of a game that Naughty Dog put out all those years ago. Um, what do I think of the casting potentially yeah I mean you know I've, I'm one of those people who haven't really watched The Mandalorian uh, I, I still on my to watch list and I haven't watched Game of Thrones so although I know who Pedro Pascal is I don't know who Bella Ramsey is I've seen Pedro Pascal in a few films and yeah he's he's, he's, he's done a pretty good job and in Narcos as well I believe right yeah he's been in Narcos that's the big one I know him from <laughs> um, so yeah he, he's, he's done he, he did a great job in there so yeah this is interesting for me to see him as Joel um yeah so um yeah i can't wait really uh it's just gonna be interesting to see you know neil Druckmann is going to be working alongside the directors the director or the producer is the same guy behind the chernobyl series um which was you know critically acclaimed which i'm still to watch as well so i um, yeah, i'm looking forward to that uh but yeah man pedro pasco as joel and bella ramsey as ellie yeah man um i'm excited let's see how let's see how this thing goes and yeah let's see if we you know um if we can get some sort of shots or you know some sort of uh photos of the you know the cast in their full gear and stuff you know down the line you know that'll be really exciting moving on we got a we got a release date for one of the most anticipated ps5 games of this year um that is the new ratchet and clank rift apart and they've put out the release date as june 11th 2021 so that'll be coming out june 11th and you are able to pre-order that right now I think if you pre-order from game you're able to get some digital bonuses and things but the pre-orders are valued at 70 pounds which is quite a steep price to be honest for a ps5 game to be honest i was right waiting for this game to be released when i you know so that that'll make it three games i can pick up for the ps5 um that being said i don't know if i'll pick this up on day one i may wait a bit you know to the end of june july and make the price drop a little bit but let's see 
um yeah but i'm excited about that hopefully we get some sort of gameplay footage you know leading up to this um but yeah man i'm really excited about this new ratchet and clang i've been a big fan of the series from day one so yeah june 11th 2021 rift apart man can't wait we've got some news that crash 4 you know it's about time man that fucking frustrating game that i was playing you know all those months ago oh still scars me you know, it is coming it's getting a patch for ps5 and xbox um that is coming march 12th and uh, so yeah that will be getting a next gen patch and you know those of you who have game on ps4 and things and the other xbox you're able to a free upgrade you're entitled to a free upgrade and that'll be on march the 12th um also the, another one that's getting the patch or you know getting the next gen upgrade is marvel's avengers uh you know the game that was released last september to not that many astounding reviews um and you know one that's lost its player base you know quite dramatically over these last six months or so that the next gen version is coming on march the 18th along with um hawkeye dlc so uh the hawkeye story arc will be available along with the next gen versions of this game on march 12th now if you have the you know if you have the current if you have the last gen versions of this game i.e the ps4 and xbox versions you're able you're entitled to obviously a free upgrade a free upgrade on um march 18th and then you'll also be getting this hawkeye dlc um i don't know if that's going to be free of charge uh but yeah that remains to be seen uh but yeah another game that's getting the next gen upgrade um i'm probably going to wait until that game drops in price to about 10 pound <laughs> then i'll probably go and get it um solely solely just for the campaign because i heard the only good thing about this game is the campaign and the multiplayer was absolutely atrocious but you know um that's all i need a good campaign and you know my favorite superheroes <laughs> for that so um yeah just be on the lookout for that and finally ladies and gentlemen finally you know it's good that i had the, you know i did come back last week because uh, if i did i wouldn't have completed assassin's creed origins but since i didn't come back last week we did do an episode last week it's giving me that extra time to actually complete the game right and give you guys my full review on assassin's creed origins the second assassin's creed game i've ever played right so where should we start so let me start by saying that um yes this is the second assassin's creed game that i've ever played i played the first one and as you guys know i never went back um played the first one on ps3 when it came out and yeah it was okay it wasn't nothing really amazing it didn't really draw me to it and then you know all of these iterations came out afterwards the so-called best of the series critically acclaimed number two right which changed things forever which um i didn't play and then you know the ones after that number three and then black flag and unity and brotherhood and that's when it started increasing you know incorporating multiplayer and teams and stuff like that and then ubisoft hit the reset button and took a year two years to make origins and they hit reset button and made origins and then and they made odyssey and now valhalla and things so um yeah i've been i was putting it off um i've been putting it off um for quite some time quite some time and you know a lot a lot of people were saying oh you know play origins play origins you know and then it was just something about the um just something about the uh you know uh the the lure and um the you know the the whole setting of egypt that was you know just really chipping away at me like oh man it looks amazing man to go like you know right now you know where we can't go anywhere and things 
like oh man it'd be amazing to see egypt and things and see the pyramids and things and all that especially in that sort of time frame you know um you know back when you know there was pharaohs and things like that so yeah i was like you know what fine i've got nothing else to play right now i've completed all my games um um let me go for it so i went into it and i liked it you know i liked i liked the traversal i liked the exploration i liked all of that like the setting of egypt was beautiful right um the story as well man it was it, it was you know it started off slow but it started picking up and it started getting going and getting really personal and very heavy and hard hitting um so i also liked that as well um and then you had these side missions as well although there were loads of them you know they um you know more or less tied into the main story sometimes uh you know, or had some sort of you know influence or you know um or some sort of link between the main story and that so yeah that was great as well and having all these things to do in the open world you know the waypoints the the army camps or bases military bases or whatever um and then you had like you know the treasures uh you know and and the, and the tombs and things like that all of that so a lot of things at some points very overwhelming and i still feel like that it is it's a very overwhelming game in terms of stuff to do right and um yeah i still feel like that um however um i said to myself that i'm not going to do everything you know the completionist i am i know like uh, i want to do everything but i'm not going to do everything right now um so I, I decided just to do you know the side missions the main missions and the waypoints and if and then you know the other stuff you know as and when i when i do or you know when i don't have anything else to play on my list then i'll go back to it and you know clear all of those things up um more or less yeah the game is a really great game um, if you like third person RPG, you know, um, action adventure games, this is it. Definitely up your alley in this. Um, it does involve a lot of grinding at points. I think like if I didn't, if I went straight into their um, main missions and not really do any side missions, I would struggle. Um, so how I tackled it is that I went to do all the side missions first before attempting before attempting many or if well many of this of the main missions um you know and you know by the time i you know finished all the side missions and went back into the main game i was already past the level required for me to complete that um mission or objective uh so um yeah uh so it's, it's a lot of grinding involved and you know it will take up a lot of time i think i've clocked about nearly 60 hours in there and that's by just doing side missions main missions and the waypoints and a few treasures and this and that along the way uh so it's quite a lengthy game you do get a lot of bang for your buck um you know i paid what 12 pound or 10 pound or something like that um yeah uh you know um you, know, you do get a lot of bang for your buck on that so yeah it's well worth the money you know 10 12 pound wherever it is the standard edition and you get a 60 hour sort of game or even more you know um you know, just the base game and then it has all this dlc which i probably i probably won't go into but you know the base game itself if you're getting it for 10 pounds and you're getting all this content it's worth it it will overwhelm you um you know it may take some time for you to um you know get through it all and you may not want to tackle everything in one go and put things off which i probably will do you know i've done but um all in all it's a great game a really great game um one thing is that combat you know you don't have anything as like a counter attack or things so the combat is a bit clunky at points um you, 
more or less when you more time you play with it you get used to it and things and how to fight and things like that but one thing is missing is the counter attack on this um yeah uh so apart from that yeah it's a great game so for me assassin's creed origins um four chilies out of five for me on the spice ones are quite spicy quite tickle you're getting a lot for your money uh, a good uh, you know a good base game for you know 10 12 pounds i don't know how much it is on the store right now but um if it's any more than 10 12 pounds uh, stretching to about 15 pounds okay uh, 15 pounds is a limit i cut it off at if it's any more than 15 pounds do not buy it just wait for a sale right but 15 pounds or less definitely worth a buy and you get a lot for your money on that and um, if you've not been following assassin's creed before that you know like me don't worry the stories really don't interlink it's a different story different setting different character so you don't need to know all the stuff before really um and you, you can just go head first into this and um you know um yeah really can you know yeah um uh, <laughs> um what was i gonna say i lost my train of thought now um yeah uh you know yeah you don't need to know the story and things you know um you know prior to this and stuff so yeah you can go in you know and you know um uh, pick it up and things so yeah fortunately that's a five for me for assassin's creed origins man um definitely worth uh, the time and definitely worth the money if it's between the 10 and 15 pound range um so uh what's new what's the new game i'm playing now so as soon as that finished i remember telling you guys that i wanted to play the new tomb raider trilogy or new in quotation marks the more the most recent version right so i downloaded tomb raider definitive edition i think that's just 16 pound right now on um on the store and i've you know just had the first few days with it and yeah it's um, it's, it's looking really good it, it's playing really well i like it giving you sort of that uncharted sort of vibe giving you some of that classic tomb raider um you know giving you that classic tomb raider sort of vibe as well um so yeah man i'm really enjoying it really enjoying it playing on hard mode giving me a challenge and things and i'm exploring and things and that's really good as well a good change of pace from um <laughs> you know the rpg sort of thing even though that's still here you do get to level up not when you level up yourself but you do get these skills that will make your guns and your weapons better and things and makes lara better so you've got that bit of there but i like it a bit more linear you know you know you don't have any sort of side missions and things it's just one one you know linear story and you've got like some treasures and things you can hunt for and things so yeah i'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far man i really am and uh yeah uh, let's see how it goes man let's see how it goes right um yes that's it ladies and gentlemen and that's it for this week man so a lengthy episode you know i do apologize but you know it's been two weeks out so um but yeah but uh yeah um some great music that came out some great films that i watched over these last you know two weeks or so and shows as well so uh, make sure you guys go check all of that out and i'll be back here fingers crossed definitely think you should be back here same time same place next week man and you know as always i'm your host the, the the boy the most source the boy the most chutney man sprinkle a bit of garam masala on top man the roti to your sock the kitchen to your curry the dal to your bad the samosa to your chutney and um you know the notorious guji man aka million oza and um yeah man thank you guys for listening man and you already know the vibes and you know the fucking vibes peace you're now tuned in to the spiciest podcast in the world live from your local cash and carry the notorious Gucci podcast. Hand me some of that journey.